Hey, Scott Graves here, creator of the Kestrel Files, jumping in here to tell you that this show has joined the Apollo Plus program. Apollo Plus is a creator-owned platform where subscribers can help support some cool fiction podcast creators like Tal Manier, Bloody FM, Ransom Productions, and me. Apollo Plus shows are ad-free and I've got some pretty cool bonus content. And if that sounds cool, you can join Apollo Plus by downloading the Apollo Podcast app on Android or iOS, or by going to apollopodcast.com. Again, that's apollopodcast.com or through the Apollo Podcast app on iOS and Android. Thanks for the support. You're listening to a Gravestone Production Podcast. Welcome to our solar system. The year is 2373 Standard Earth Time. Humanity has colonized the planets and brought with them the omnipresent artificial intelligence known as Kestrel. Today, we dive deeper into Kestrel's memory banks to explore the worlds through her ears. Let us continue our journey now. Auroral is the main ingredient in warp fuel. Sorry, this is Ryland. I don't even know what number audio log this is. I went through sentence books for something like two days. A long time reading about technomantic engineering before I finally found it, though. Auroral is the main ingredient in warp fuel, and it's naturally occurring in the obelisks created by the extinct inhabitants. Warp fuel is a combination of broral, which is used to activate some properties in a molten dolerite mixture to produce thrust to enter and travel through the subdimensional plane we call the warp. Dolerite and basalt have basically the same material makeup, but for a structural difference. So much so that early Vanerick experiments discovered that basalt has incredibly detrimental results in warp creation, but it still creates a warp dimension entry nonetheless. The obelisks were constructed with basalt with naturally occurring broral veins and covered with mystic symbols. That, combined with a sheer, perfectly flat cross-section of the planet's crust and a misshapen molten metal core with a volcanic glass structure between them, the inhabitants of this planet attempted to move the entire planet with a rudimentary warp travel, but they used the wrong materials. Holy shit. I just remembered, too. When we were in the civilization, there was the mural that depicted what looking to be officials of some sort pointing at the stars. One large star and one smaller star. Their system was dying, and they attempted to move the planet to a new system, but they had the wrong materials. They were doomed either way. If I... If I can't find Dolorite, I'm going to be doomed here as well. No. No, 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 no. I can't think like that. I'm going to make it home. I need to make it home. I need to head to the cross section and find Dolorite. If there's basalt on this planet, then there's Dolorite. If I can find Dolorite and I can extract the broral from the obelisks, I can fuel the warp drives and give myself at least a chance to make it back. Come on, Ryland. You have a ship, and you have two days. Come on! Let's find ourselves some Dolorite. 
Okay, I paused, but I'm back now. I am currently over the cross-section and employed the scanners a few minutes ago. What we're doing is just waiting for a ping of a correctly identified material. Come on. Please. I know it's here. There it is. There it is! Okay, we got ourselves some dolerite. I'm touching the trailblazer down next to the deposit. She's equipped with a core driller, which I can use to extract chunks of dolerite. I have to synthesize the dolerite with the boral, which I can do in theory by the end of today, and then tomorrow I can get off this rock. I'll be cutting it close because I have to leave tomorrow, but I'm I'm gonna get home. Things are looking up. I'll check in again in a little bit. Okay, part three of this audio log, I guess. Um, good news and bad news. First is the good news. We have successfully gathered all the dolerite with an easy access on the core. This leaves me with the bad news, which is there's only enough dolerite for the proper ratio to broral from the obelisks that I can only power one of these massive warp engines for the entire journey. Which means... I either don't get home and starve to death, or... I risk it all and power the second engine with basalt. It would mean making the risk that I can semi-predict or control the disaster of using basalt to some degree that I can survive, and use the basalt engine as a propellant to get the speed I need, and I can use the remaining engine to maintain motion and power exit from the warp. It's a big risk. But I've got to do it. There's... There's no other way home. Hey, Scott Graves here, creator of the Kestrel Files. I just want to say that this show has joined the amazing Apollo Plus program. Apollo Plus is a creator-owned platform where subscribers can help support a bunch of shows like Mars Fall, Wireland Ranch, Someone Dies in This Elevator, and this one. You can listen to shows ad-free and get tons of premium bonus content on over 40 shows. For us sci-fi people, I recently listened to Mars Fall, and they have a whole miniseries, interviews, and albums of the show's unique score on there. All of it for $10 a month. That's like having a Patreon account to 40 podcasts for the price of one. On top of that, 70% of your subscription goes directly to creators. This support helps us with getting these shows produced. I know every penny that I earn through this program goes straight into the next season's budget. And let me tell you, as an indie podcaster, every cent helps us keep doing what we love and helps keep the content flowing on a faster timeline. You can join Apollo Plus by downloading the Apollo Podcast app on Android or iOS or by going to apollopods.com. Again, that's apollopods.com, or through the Apollo Podcast app on iOS and Android. Thanks for the support.